So in this voice memo, we're going to talk about failure and in particular how to process that failure to ensure that you grow each time, whether that's personally or professionally in your craft. Now, I'm going to go through the frameworks and the process that I use every time that I have these failures. And while these frameworks and processes are the same for big failures versus like small failures, today I'm going to specifically focus on the growth process for what I'm calling micro failures. So these micro failures are small, almost everyday um, things that we screw up. So an example may be you sent an email that wasn't that clear and someone came back saying, I don't understand this. Maybe you got some numbers wrong in a report and someone pointed it out and then you're kicking yourself that you didn't double check that. Maybe you didn't host a meeting very well and you got some feedback or you realized that, shit, we didn't get that outcome and I was responsible for that in hosting that session. So they're obviously very different to big failures, which we'll cover another time. But today, let's talk about how we grow from these micro failures. Now, regardless of whether it is big or small, um, what you really want to do is use the pain as a signal. So for me, um, when I screw up on something, uh, let's say these micro failures, I, that pain comes up, you know, often as an emotion going, oh, damn it, like <laughs> I screwed that thing up. Now, you want to use that pain as a signal to go, huh. If I lean into this pain, I'm going to get better. I'm going to grow as a result of this. And this is summarized in a, in, a, in a quote that many people close to me hear me say very frequently, which is pain plus reflection equals growth. And this is a, a key principle uh, in you know what I call the, the, the Bible, uh, the, the book that I reference the most, Ray Dalio Principles. Uh, it's 1.7, page 152, which is pain plus reflection equals growth. He actually technically says pain plus reflection equals progress. I just like pain plus reflection equals growth. So the, the sort of first meta point is you do not want to run from it. So when you have this pain, when you have this emotion that pops up, that's like, ah, like I screwed that thing up. You don't want to run away from it. You don't want to... Um, excuse it. You don't want to um, blame someone else. You actually want to lean into that uh, pain. And so I'll give you a quick example of a, a story that um, happened to me uh, recently. So the other week we were hosting our company all hands meeting, and you know this is a monthly you know sort of major event. It goes for you know an hour and a half, two hours. We we cover a whole heap of ground and. Um, one of the sections that we have is is uh, called elephants. So this is where people can bring up an elephant in a room, maybe something that we're not discussing, maybe there's a problem um, that is on people's minds that it's not quite clear um, how we're thinking about it, or how we're approaching it. And so people can submit their elephants beforehand, or you know we may just have a, a view of um, you know questions that are top of people's mind. And so I got a I got a question in the elephants, um, and well, there's a whole heap, and you know I cover the first two or three. Uh, you know, I think quite well, like there was a, a three, five minute summary of each one. It was, it was kind of clear what the problem was or what the concern was and, and, and where we're at and how we're going about it. Then I got a question about, um, hey, like there's all these tech layoffs. You know, we had some layoffs earlier this year, you know, but now we're hiring. Like, how does this work? Like, it's a bit schizophrenic that we were only just recently doing some layoffs, but now we're hiring. So great question. Great elephant. I then went on a um, 20 minute rabbit hole, which was a masterclass of B2B SaaS startup um, sort of economics, if you will, and financial modeling and, you know, why we would, you know, hire this person here to get these outcomes. Long story short, um, you know, in the in the live feedback that was happening, so we take a break every 
20, 30 minutes in this in this uh, session and, and, and people sort of spend a handful of minutes reflecting or asking clarifying questions uh, or just commenting in, in Slack. And so as we pause for that break, um, you know, it's great that we've got a culture where everyone feels really comfortable in being very candid and saying, hey, um, that was shit, you know, Michael, <laughs> you know, even though like I'm the CEO and, and, and people feel really comfortable and saying, hey, that was that, you know, you lost me there. There was a bunch of comments that were like, why did we go down this effectively to the to the effect of um, why do we go down this 20 minute rabbit hole didn't need a master class on this you kind of lost me here now as I was seeing that feedback I was kind of like ah like you know my microphilia kicked in right it was like that little bit of pain going ah like I actually can see what they're saying and ah, I didn't really prepare that well and do you know what I think I think they're right I, I went I sort of blew up this this thing um, and sort of overshared detail that wasn't like overly relevant etc now what I then did is what I want to focus on, right? So that's the example of sending the email that you sent and someone said, that's not that clear. You got a number wrong. Okay, so that's my micro failure, right? Like I, I just blew 20, 30 minutes on a masterclass that lost a bunch of people and um, potentially wasn't relevant for a whole, whole heap of people, right? Okay, so that's my pain. Now, what did I do? There's really five steps that I did uh, that I want to take you through. And I would encourage you to do something similar when you have these micro failures. And this is critical in a startup because you're going to be doing so many new things for the first time. We're moving quickly um, and you're going to have these micro failures all the time. And this is how you grow. This is how you get a lot better, right? So this, the, these five steps that I did um, is, is critical for, 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 for one's growth. Okay, so the first thing is I noticed the pain. Like I actually just noticed the emotions um, and when I hung up that all hands call, uh, you know, I still had a bit of that pain there. Uh, I actually just allowed myself without judgment to actually just feel that pain. And for me, it actually showed up as, uh, I was actually frankly just a little bit pissed off. Um, and so I said to myself, do you know what? I'm gonna allow myself to have two minutes to just feel pissed off and sort of beat myself up a little bit. Um, and I kind of just <laughs> let off some steam in my head and just allowed myself for two minutes to go, okay, all right. <laughs> let's just acknowledge that emotion and then and then sort of let that that flush it out. Then the second thing that I did um, is I clarified what exactly was the failure. So I went back and I reread the comments that were left in Slack. Uh, I pinged a couple of people who left a comment to to clarify what was it about that twenty minute rabbit hole that they didn't find valuable um, or was off the mark, etc. And then the third thing that I did was I then calibrated, again, so as part of this clarifying what exactly is the failure here, I then calibrated with some believable people, people that I trust. I jumped on a call and was like, hey, Tanmay, like, I just want you to just tease apart what you think is my emotions here. Like, where am I getting annoyed and frustrated versus what is like a valid thing that I screwed up? Um, And so I find it quite helpful to you know, um, have, have a chat with someone that you trust to kind of just calibrate, especially like you want to pull apart what's emotion and what actually is the the, the failure here, right? Because like my emotions were, uh, again, like the emotions weren't rational, but, you know, my, my emotions were kind of like, well, why, why wouldn't they want this? Like, why on earth wouldn't someone want to know about the way that a, a, a B2B SaaS makes money and like what the economic foundations are in the engine room? Like, and and hey, how was that so hard to understand? Like I, I, I used some really simple analogies, and you know we did a walkthrough, and actually there were a bunch of other comments where people said that they loved it. So, like, 
why why do these people not get it right so like they were all my emotions um and so i needed to flush that out um like and just tease that apart you know for me just chatting with someone helped help like see like clearly uh like what exactly was going on right so that was sort of point one notice the pain allowed myself to just feel pissed off for a few minutes and let out the steam two i then clarified uh you know looking at what happened reading over things again asking people who had you know the feedback to kind of clarify some things and then three i then wanted to calibrate with someone that i could trust to kind of just tease apart where were my emotions and where were the valid things that i screwed up here and then the fourth thing that i then did was i purposely waited until my emotions passed which wasn't that long for me like I, i snapped back like pretty quickly from things like that. But for other people, you may need to wait to the next day, you know, until you know, I call it the pillow test. Like you need to sort of wait to the next day. Um, so for me, about half an hour, hour later, like the emotions were completely gone about it. Like I, I wasn't wasn't um, affected at all. And so then, because basically you can't think clearly when, you're, when you've when you got emotions, right? It's that classic, do not make big decisions, um, you know, when you have emotions firing because the amygdala brain, uh, which is, you know, the, the part of the, the brain that, you know, really kicks off a lot of strong emotions um, will literally hijack and will take over your prefrontal cortex, your executive function part of your brain, your thinking smart brain uh, to not work properly. So like you don't want to be doing smart thinking to analyze what happens. So you get the reflection and the learning, you know, if you've got some of those strong emotions going. So point four was I waited for my emotions to pass and then I just reflected. I just got out a, a note, notebook and a, and a pen and just kind of went, okay, this is, you know, the, the failure that happened. And sort of like key questions that I would ask myself is like, okay, like why did this happen? Like what did I miss here? Um, what could I have done differently um, if I could have my time again? You know, what could I have done better? Um, how could I, like what's the root cause of what's going on here? So if I was to solve this or to have a learning, how could I prevent something like this from happening again, right? So like I want to build ideally a little rubric. I want to build a little algorithm so that when I'm at risk of falling for this pain again, you know, I've learned from this pain and I've now put something in place uh, to ensure that doesn't happen again, right? So that's how, how we improve. So they're the types of things that I, I, um, I reflected on. And then the fifth one was once I had sharpened up what my um, micro failure was and what my learnings were, or we call them gems, uh, Ray Dalio calls them gems, you get these little gems. Um, then I, I shared that, I shared that more broadly with people and I send out a, a weekly uh, CEO email to the entire company where, you know, it's sort of, hey, this is what happened this week, uh, the top things on my mind. Um, you know, maybe how we're going on, 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 on some key numbers. And then uh, every now and then I put a section in, which is what I failed at recently. And so uh, I'll, I'll read that for you now, but just to fly back over the five-step process that I went through. One, notice the pain and just allow myself without judgment to sit with that pain, um, which is usually all hot emotions. And for me, I allowed two, two minutes to, 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 to let that out. The second one was then I wanted to clarify what exactly is the failure here, like uh, leaning into that pain, like what exactly happened. Um, and then three, I then calibrated. So this is part of the, 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 the clarifying what the failure was, but then I calibrated with people that I trust to tease apart what, where are my emotions versus you know what, what's going on here. Then four, once my emotions passed, I then did reflections, uh, asked some of those key questions. And then five, I shared more broadly um, with someone. So if you let's say you screwed up something really small like with an email um uh, you know you got a number wrong then what you could do is you could notice the pain you hang up the call your boss is just giving you some feedback 
allow your two minutes to feel pissed off, then maybe clarify, um, maybe go back and go, hey, I just want to make sure I got this right. Was it this, this, this? You may want to chat with someone to go, hey, I'm feeling a bit pissed off that, you know, Johnny criticized me on this. Like, am I just getting emotional here or is that a valid bit of feedback? So you may just want to clarify and, and calibrate and sort of step two and three. And then once your emotions are passed, sit down and go, okay, like how did I screw up those numbers? Like what could I done differently? What could I done better? How did that end up happening? What steps did I miss? If I never want to feel this pain again, what would I need to do? And then the fifth step would just be, you know, shooting an email to your manager or the next time you speak with them going, you know, hey, um, hey, Jane, just want to say thank you for um, letting me know how those numbers were like off. Actually, I reflected on it and I noticed that I didn't do X and Y. And so, you know, next time I'm now going to do A, B and C. So, you know, really appreciate it. That's, uh, you know, a key learning for me. That, that's, a, that's an amazing way to, to round that out. So let me um, share with you this email that I, I sent out to everyone uh, of that micro failure. So, um, okay, I just read it word for word. So what I failed out recently uh, was in our company all hands. And so my pain was I got some really valid feedback from you guys in that session, how I overcooked the chook and my response to why are we hiring um, some customer acquisition folks now. And the truth is as a human, um, it is always a bit painful to get critical feedback. So even if it's good constructive feedback, um, that critical feedback hurts. Uh, I'm now ad-libbing on my, my, <laughs> my, my email here, but let me just finish this point uh, so as a human like the truth is it hurts to get that uh, painful critical feedback but I did quickly push through um, this emotion and then I lent into the niggling pain so that I could find the gem so my reflection so again pain plus reflection equals growth so there are my two bullet points for the pain the reflection was I could see that I fell for the classic I didn't have time to write you a short letter so I wrote you a long one um, and I rushed my prep for the all hands to that question. And so therefore you got the long letter, not the short letter. Um, the growth, I had three gems from this. Uh, gem number one was prep time. Gem number two was distribute. And gem number three was pyramid principle. So just to unpack those. Gem one, I'm gonna lock on an all hands plan uh, on Tuesday um, versus Thursday the night before. This will allow us to be more thoughtful and I can um, make sure that I think through what does everyone need to know right now? Maybe not everyone needs to have a masterclass on B2B SaaS economics. And I could have answered the question in two, three minutes and then had an optional masterclass. Um, and I would have spotted that if I had more prep time. The second one is distribute. So breaking down what we want to cover in the all hands and then thinking about sharing uh, the workload with different people. This particular all hands was largely an MM show, like that, that's me, which it's not, often actually, um, but the reason why was because the, the, the prep time, um, which meant that I was just like, okay, I was strong arm the whole thing and I'll answer all these questions on my own um, versus if there was a bit of prep time, then I also would have distributed it out for different people to cover different questions. And then the third one was pyramid principle, which is uh, probably the thing that I was kicking myself at, about the most in that session, which was, you know, I, I bang on to other people that they should use a pyramid communication principle, which is effectively start with the punchline and then give the detail. Um, but I could see I completely missed it and I did the opposite, right? I went down a, a 20 minute over explained rabbit hole. Um, so they're the three uh, gems that I have. And I've actually um, now setting up a, uh, a Tuesday recurring meeting on, uh, before the, on the week of our monthly all hands to make sure that we get that prep time and the distribution and we'll make sure that we get the pyramid principle. So this is a really good example of there was a small pain 
but rather than me just kind of going ah you know blah 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 like in the moment they're just moving on and and not really ref- leaning into it reflecting you know i didn't get the the loan i wouldn't have gotten these learnings i wouldn't have got these gems and then you'd be at risk of um, having the same pain happen over and over again so that's, that's why you want to go through this process so i know it's a long um voice memo here normally i like these to be sort of sub 10 minutes but this is such an important concept that i really wanted to unpack it so i'm going to finish on uh, a reading from <laughs> reading from the Bible. So uh, 1.7 in Life Principles. Um, let me just summarize some of the key things here that I think will be really interesting. Okay, so there is no avoiding pain, especially if you're going after ambitious goals. Believe it or not, you're actually lucky if you get to feel that kind of pain, um, particularly if you approach it correctly, because this pain is a signal that you need to find some solutions so you can progress. And if you start to develop a reflective reaction to that pain and you to reflect on it to get the growth rather than avoiding it, it's going to lead you down a rapid learning and growth um, path. Because what will happen is you'll see that you can be so much more effective when you face these painful realities, which are caused by your own problems, mistakes and weaknesses. And... Uh, <laughs> I believe you that you don't want to operate in any other way. Uh, but believe me, once you start falling for this pain plus reflection equals growth, you will not want to work in any other way. It's just it's just about a matter of getting into the habit. And most people have a tough time reflecting when they're in pain. Um, and they do need to pay attention to when the pain passes. Um, and if you don't do that, then you miss out on the reflection. So that's, that's why it's so important to, to lean in here. Um, and if you can reflect well while you're in pain, you know, great. It, it is a bit too much to ask for a lot of people. But otherwise, remember to reflect on it after the pain passes. That's really valuable as well. And the challenges that you're going to face, you know, will, will then, then not only test you, but it will strengthen you each time. And the truth is, if you're not failing frequently, you're not having these micro failures frequently, you're not pushing yourself to the limits, your ability to maximize your potential. So this process of pushing your limits, failing, breaking through, reflecting on it, um, it's frankly going to be thrilling and addictive. Um, and that's, that's, that, that's, what, that's why it's so important. So the kind of key concepts that he has here is go to the pain rather than avoid it. Um, embrace the tough love if there's people giving you, you know, tough, uh, you know, feedback, then you want to like lean into that. So that's really it. That um, gives you a pretty detailed summary of how I deal with micro failures. And I think the the, the summary is, if you're doing ambitious things, if you're working in a startup, you're going to be micro failing a lot. Actually, if you're not micro failing, that's a problem because you're probably not pushing yourself hard enough um, in terms of maximizing your potential. And so then when you are micro failing a lot, what you want to do is you want to lean into this pain, um, painful moments and uh, that process of, of, of leaning into the pain, calibrating with others, uh, reflecting on it and then writing down the gem is the single most important skill to go on a rapid growth journey.